Hey, Changemakers. Welcome back to the Engage for Good podcast. I'm your host, Allie Murphy. And today, we have an exciting episode in store for you. We're going to dive into our highly anticipated 2023 Charity Checkout Champions Report, which I unveiled in May at Engage for Good. And this report explores the incredible world of -of point-of-sale fundraising, who the top fundraisers are, what tactics they use, what the best practices are, and where the field is headed. Now, I know you're eager to get all of the juicy details, but I'm just going to give you a taste of what this report has to offer. If you want the full scoop, you can find the complete 22-page report in the show notes at engageforgood.com. Trust me, it is a treasure trove of information. And aside from all of the insights and the descriptions that you're going to get about these campaigns and what worked... There's also a table at the very bottom of every single campaign, how much it raised in 2022, what the brand was, what the cause was, and a comparison to previous data, if we have it. So what exactly is a charity checkout champion? Well, for those of you who are familiar with EFG and our work in point-of-sale fundraising, and maybe you work in point-of-sale fundraising, you probably have a good idea. But just in case, let me break it down for you. A charity checkout champion is a campaign that raised a million dollars or more through consumer donations at point of sale within a given calendar year. That can be in-store, in-app, in-game, or any other creative avenue. The key is that these numbers can only include consumer donations no match contributions allowed, and they have to happen at point of sale. All right, let's dive into the highlights of our report. As I started this project, honestly, I couldn't help but wonder how the results would stack up against the challenges we faced in 2022. There was a war in Ukraine, inflation, layoffs, and labor shortages, just to name a few. And honestly, I was wondering if campaigns as a whole would be down significantly, if campaigns would have been stopped or raised far less. And while some of that is true, the results of the overall field and the health of this field are actually surprisingly good, which is great. So hold on to your seats for a second, because the 2022 results are, as I said, they're astonishingly good. Despite the obstacles, we saw surprising consistency in the number of qualifying programs, with 77 campaigns making the cut, which is just one more than we had in 2020. That said, there was significant change in the list composition this year. This year, we've got 44 initiatives that appeared in both analyses and 33 programs that weren't on the 2020 tally. On the flip side, 32 programs from 2020 didn't requalify for a variety of reasons. Well, my friends, change is inevitable. Okay, let's look at the 2020 details in numbers. Brace yourselves, because these 77 campaigns raised a jaw-dropping $749 million collectively which represents a whopping 24% increase since our 2020 report. And if we take a step back and we look at the cumulative funds raised by these campaigns since they began, they've raised an astonishing $6.7 billion over the last three decades. Wow. 
That's pretty neat. But wait, there's more. (laughs) I'm excited to unveil the top five point of sale powerhouses of 2022. These are the top five that raise the most amount of money. Taking the crown yet again at number one is eBay and eBay for Charity, which raised a staggering $107 million, supporting a wide range of nonprofits. Fun fact, eBay and Walmart are the only two billion-dollar club members, meaning they've each raised over a billion dollars at point of sale. Coming in at number two is Albertson Companies Foundation, raising an impressive $67 million to support hunger relief, Ukraine aid, and various other charitable causes. And at number three, we have a newcomer with a grand entrance. Walgreen raised a whopping $50 million in partnership with Comic Relief. And as you might have guessed, since they're new to the top five, this was the most successful campaign in their history. Next up at number four, we have another newcomer, Costco. This brand raised an impressive $49 million in partnership with Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. And last but certainly not least, at number five, we have PetSmart, raising $46 million to support PetSmart charities. If we were in person, I would ask you to give a round of applause. All right, let's dive into some key findings from this year's report. There are two main factors that contributed to the impressive 24% increase in total funds raised compared to our previous study. First, the adoption of Roundup continues to grow. In 2020, 47% of campaigns offered Roundup as an option. And in 2022, that number jumped to 67%, which is a remarkable 43% increase in adoption. Secondly, there's been a significant increase in the integration of electronic point-of-sale technology with 64% of campaigns utilizing it, which is a 14% increase since our last report. Okay, and then one of the questions that I get year-round is, what are the most frequently requested donation amounts? Well, I'm glad you asked. The results show that Roundup and the $1 ask are actually tied this year at 65%. The $5 ask comes in at 55%, and open-ended donations are at 33%. Each of these tactics has seen an increase in usage since 2020. That said, the $3 ask saw a decrease, dropping to 15%. And if you're a numbers person and realize that these don't total 100 or anywhere close to it, that's because many campaigns offer multiple options to consumers. And last but certainly not least, I want to leave you with seven best practices that you can apply to your own POS fundraising efforts. Number one, engage your employees. Brick and mortar retailers know that engaged employees are an absolute game changer. They serve as frontline ambassadors for any point of sale effort and their enthusiasm and cause knowledge can honestly make or break a campaign. So establish a robust education system and work together to ensure that everybody is on the same page. Number two, emphasize local. When a cause hits close to home, people are naturally more inclined to open their wallets and contribute. And this might be even more important as the cost of goods continue to rise. So help both employees and consumers understand the local impact of their donations. Whether it's allowing local leadership to select benefiting charities, 
maybe aligning donations with your retail footprint, or clearly conveying the local impact, creating a direct connection to the community is a really powerful strategy. Number three, move beyond the register. Point of sale fundraising is just one piece of the puzzle. To maximize your impact, make sure that consumers interact with the campaign before they reach the checkout counter. If you don't, your campaign is not going to do as well. To leverage channels like email, social media, cause marketing, and other types of activations to create awareness and engagement. Something that I learned about this year, which is very interesting, is having a QR code on an employee's sleeve. Is it going to generate a ton of donations? No. But it's an interesting opportunity for consumers to ask questions and foster positive engagement. So don't be afraid to get creative. Number four, be strategic about your tactics. While Roundup programs are gaining popularity, as we already talked about, they might not be the best fit for every business. Consider the nature of your organization and your target audience. For example, big stores with high transaction volumes might thrive with Roundup while smaller businesses with much fewer transactions, maybe a higher price point, think of a boutique or something like that, might benefit from fixed asks that could be anywhere from a dollar to a much higher donation amount. So pick the tactics that align with your organization's goals, your target audience, your consumers, and then of course, test and iterate as needed. Number five, create specificity. While general causes are, of course, noble and everybody wants to help the little kitties on a poster or whatever it might be, specific intangible asks have a greater impact on donors. When consumers can directly link their contribution to a concrete outcome, such as providing a meal, how much like your $10 provides a meal for X number of people or a wellness check to a senior citizen, it becomes more personal and meaningful. Plus, Transparency about where the funds will go builds trust, and it also makes the ask easier for employees to make, which takes us back to point number one. Number six, test, experiment, and innovate. The most successful point-of-sale giants embrace the test and learn culture. They constantly roll out small pilots, maybe even in just one location, and they use them to assess the effectiveness and the engagement of different components. So, Maybe new tactics, maybe it's messaging or donation amounts or collateral and different visuals. Make sure to stay informed as well about the latest developments and continuously innovate because we know that new technologies are going to continue to emerge. And number seven, say thank you. One of my favorite things, never underestimate the power of gratitude in point-of-sale efforts. A simple thank you can go a long way in acknowledging consumers who contribute. It can be something like ringing a bell or having an employee or an associate simply say thank you. Recognize employees who go the extra mile and express appreciation for the impact made on a specific cause. Also, share messages of thanks from beneficiaries. This can be a great way to reward the retail team for a well-executed campaign. You can also send out emails to your consumers that their donation, paired with those of others, contributed to X. And again, try and make that one specific. If you're hungry for more insights, mark your calendars for July 27th when we'll be hosting a point-of-sale webinar featuring corporate and nonprofit leaders. 
And remember, the full 22-page Charity Checkout Champions Report, which is beautifully designed, if I do say so myself, is also available at engageforgood.com. Now, before we wrap up, I have some news for you. The podcast will be going on a summer vacation. And by vacation, I mean summer break. But don't worry, we'll be back on August 8th with a whole bunch of new exciting episodes in store. First up will be a behind-the-scenes interview with our best-of-the-best Halo Award winner, Duncan and the Duncan Joy in Childhood Foundation. Thanks so much for tuning in and being a part of the Engage for Good community. And have a wonderful summer. Until next time, stay inspired and keep making a difference. Thanks for listening.